Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, my beautiful ladies. I hope you're having a good day today. I wanted to make this intro about the world's current events. It feels quite insensitive if I don't mention it, and I've been talking about it on social media, so I just wanted to touch on it here. Before we get into a light-hearted episode, a more, you know, disconnected episode, I guess, today, um, I posted on my socials uh, today, and I wanted to let everyone know that in light of the world's crazy, astonishing, disgusting events that have been happening about the racism in in America. I'm going to be committing my platform to helping share the good and I'm not going to be sharing all of the really heavy negative stuff because I just feel like that attracts more of that into the world. I am committing my platform to the peace, to the love, to the change that I want to see in the world. I don't want riots and violence and killing and stealing. That's not what I want. I want love and togetherness and unity and equality. So I am going to be posting stuff that is in line with those values. So I'm really, really sorry if some people don't agree with me not reposting the violent stuff. It's just not in my nature. We all have the same end goal in mind, and that is togetherness and complete equality on this planet. So I hope that you guys can respect that. Um, I have gotten some pretty mean messages from people that don't respect that, that want me to post the hate and the crime and and all that stuff, but it's just not who I am. So I'm sorry. And you know, I think times like these, everyone is on edge and there's a lot of opportunity for the internet trolls to try to attack you. And I just want to put it here as well that I don't tolerate any mean, bad intentioned messages on my platform and I block and delete everybody that is attacking towards anybody, my followers or myself. So I just want to put that there as well because you know, not that I get that much hate, I really don't because it's such a place of positivity, but some people are really threatened by the love and positivity that I try to emit. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's definitely a weird space, Um, but I did want to obviously touch on this and tell you guys that everything I'm going to be posting about the, the crazy stuff going on in the world, the racism, the awful craziness that shouldn't be happening is the stuff that I feel should add the energy that I want to bring in back to the world. So it's going to be, you know, the the positive stuff, the good stories, the love happening, you know, everything that I really think we need to see more of. And I'm not going to be posting the stuff about the rioting and the negativity and, you know, I, that's just not in my nature. But it's time to get into today's episode, and I hope you guys enjoy this one. Let's get right into it. So I posted on my Instagram asking you guys to comment any questions that you want me to answer in this Q&A today, and a lot of questions were about the Bahamas. So I haven't, I don't know if I've been public about this on my podcast just yet, um, but Ben and I are moving to the Bahamas. 
It sounds really crazy and just like so random, but I'm gonna explain everything to you today. So a lot of people ask, why are you moving? Like, how long were you in Vancouver for? Like, why are you traveling around the world all the time? You don't have a home. <laughs> it's been pretty overwhelming for me as well. So I basically came to Vancouver for like four months uh, beginning of this year with Ben. Um, I had some work here. I always knew that it wasn't going to be long term. I didn't know whether it was going to be for six months or a year. But um, yeah, I, I like Vancouver, but I, I always, for some reason, had a deep feeling that it wasn't going to be long term. It was just for work. It's um, this company that I'm involved in, this education company. Um, and yeah, so they're all based here and to launch and everything I needed to be here. And my visa had expired for the UK and I had to be in Canada and Ben and I wanted to explore somewhere new together. And uh, yeah, it just, you know, for work, it was just a really good opportunity. So I've been here. Um, I'm still here in Vancouver while I'm recording this. And Ben and I were kind of thinking like, okay, where do we go next? Like, I guess I could try to get another visa to the UK, but like he also wanted some big change and we were kind of like, Hmm, it'd be cool if we went to LA or somewhere in America, but it's super hard to get a visa there. And, um, I didn't really want to stay in Canada to be honest. And then we were like, okay, we travel so much to begin with and we both have online businesses. So we travel so much to begin with. What, where can we go? What can we do? That would be freaking cool. Like we want to, we wrote down all the places we'd be visiting the most. So we wrote down, um, Vancouver, LA, Toronto, London, those four places. And we were like, what's kind of somewhere in the middle of that. And what's somewhere that we can go to with our traveling and come home and feel really, really relaxed and just feel really, you know, just unplugged from the rest of the world. And that's kind of what our values are right now, Ben and I. Like, we have lived in cities for so long. We just want to go somewhere and build a home somewhere that is just totally chill and, like, our little gorgeous bubble of happiness and, you know, relaxation and a really positive place that we can chill and and create our, our empires together. So, yeah, we... You know, I have some family in the Bahamas and we were thinking, oh my God, you know what? We could totally do this. And it's really not that difficult um, to get like residency cards, uh, annual residency cards. And I have uh, my great uncle there. I have my cousin there. And we were like, you know what? Why not? Like it's literally a beach vacation and it's gorgeous and the waters are so stunning and we love nature and you know what? They're extremely tax efficient as well. Um, that's definitely not the only reason, but it's a plus. You definitely want to go where you're treated best. And due to online, the, the, the nature of online businesses, Ben and I can work from wherever. And that's definitely something really, you know, incredible. And, and I'm so grateful for that. So that's a big, a big reason as well. You know, we want to go somewhere that treats us, treats us well and, um, rewards us for excelling in business. And, um, yeah, you know, I have family there too, like I said, and it's so close to Toronto. It's so close to, well, not so close, but it's close to LA, close to London in the sense that it's right in the middle, smack in the middle of both of them. And we were like, oh my God, why not do it? We spoke to my family member that's there and he was like, I'll help you out. I'll help you guys find a place and all that stuff. And it just seemed pretty much too good to be true. So at some point, like a month ago, Ben and I looked at each other and we were like, okay, should we just go to the Bahamas? And it was like the craziest moment because we were like, what the hell? <laughs> Did not expect this, but we just decided. And 
you know, right now is the time in our lives. We have what another like six, maybe seven years before we want to like settle down and have kids and stuff. Like during the the next six, seven years, we want to be somewhere super cool and like just travel a lot and just, you know, live our lives as crazily as possible. So we're doing it. So that's the why it kind of just randomly happened. And I don't really want to stay in Vancouver long-term to be honest with you. I like it here, but I don't freaking love it here. Like it's, it's amazing and it's stunning and it's beautiful. But again, like, you know, the winters are rainy and cold and, um, it's kind of like, I know Bahamas is small as well, but it's, it's different. You know, like I feel like if you're somewhere rainy and cold, that's small. I'm just kind of like, eh. Um, but then in the summer it's stunning as well. But then at the same time, it's like, that's so far from London, so far, um, from Ben's family. And we, it's just like, we wouldn't see them as much. And yeah, I'm, I don't, not needed here for work long-term anymore. Um, or not anymore, but I'm, I'm, I was never needed here long-term. So that's the kind of why. Um, and yeah, so I'm just so excited about that. So some other questions I got here. When is Mimi Method launching in a month? Mimi Method, my membership platform, is launching in a month, which I'm very, very excited about. And uh, yeah, so next one is, how do, you, how do you deal with food cravings when on your period? I totally surrender to them, but I make healthy alternatives. So for example, like two weeks ago was my period and I was craving chocolate the entire time. So I was making chocolate smoothie bowls every morning. Even sometimes I would have like chocolate smoothie bowls for dinner because I'm just craving like that ice cream vibe. And it just totally curbed my, my craving for that. Um, I think also just making sure you're eating enough protein. When I'm on my period, if I'm just eating a lot of carbs and no protein, I kind of feel even shittier and I get even worse cravings. So, you know, I eat a good grass fed piece of steak maybe once a month. And it's usually around the time that I have my period. So that really helps me as well. And just making sure that you're just really practicing self-care and really being kind to yourself. Um, that is definitely a time for, for that 100%. Um, the next question, how do you bounce back from overeating and bad habits? Number one is stop beating yourself up about it. Just stop. The, the moment that you start treating yourself with love, treating yourself with kindness is the moment your life is going to change. It's less about like, how do I get back on track? Like, I know what, you know, we all say those words, but it's more about like, okay, how can I love myself more tomorrow? How can I be kinder to myself tomorrow? Because think about it this way. You're not going to overeat and be self-deprecating in the sense of being consistently on the bad habit train, if that makes sense, if you are practicing self-love and self-kindness all the time. It doesn't add up, right? So when you are practicing self-love and respect and just like being excited about your life and just being your own best friend, you know, it's more rare for you to want to binge or do things that make you feel shitty because you're like in a good relationship with yourself. Do you know what I mean? So something that has really helped me, and this is like one of the best tips ever, is being aware of my low vibe thoughts, of the old Mimi thoughts. 
and watching them happen like real time in my brain, watching them conceive themselves and just being conscious of them and letting them pass without taking action. It's a lot easier said than done, but this is something that I have really integrated into my life that has really made a difference. It's difficult and don't get me wrong, I don't do it all the time. There are many times that I let my old negative thoughts take control and trigger negative action in my life, but the more that I become aware of them, the more that I watch them pass and let them pass and say goodbye old self as I do, the more that I change. So they're inevitable though. So this is the thing. Don't be upset when you get bad thoughts and you act on bad thoughts because bad thoughts are inevitable. Change your reaction to the bad thoughts, the triggering thoughts, right? So I'm actually at the point now where sometimes I'm like, all right, bring it on. Like that's my mentality towards it. It's like, bring it on, bring on the bad thoughts, bring on the negative thoughts because I'm ready to watch them pass and not give them power and say goodbye old self while I watch them pass and say, you know, this is the not, this is not me anymore because it feels so accomplished after you've done that. And it's hard, but I love testing out my willpower muscle because it makes it stronger and stronger every single time. And trust me on this. If you consistently do this and just self reflect and be aware of your negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and habits and you're just your subconscious mind, the more you're going to change. It's inevitable. Um, But guys, before I get to the next question, I really want to tell you about today's podcast sponsor, which I'm so excited about, Care Of. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it really easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best daily and in the long term. So, they are hassle-free vitamins, basically. And I don't know if you guys saw this on my Instagram. I posted about them when I got them in the mail. They're little vitamin packs that you take every single day and you basically take a quiz on their website and they get to know you really well and your health goals and what you want help with when it comes to your energy and your body composition and your moods and all this stuff. And they basically create like a catered vitamin package um, just for you. And it's really cute. They have your name on them. So it says like care of and then like Mimi vitamins or whatever. So and they also can send you powders and, and all that stuff to, to support your, your health goals as well. Um, but yeah, like it's just super easy. You take a quick quiz online and they, t- they create like a vitamin pack for you and it actually really helps support your health goals and makes it really attainable. And it's fun as well. The convenient daily packs are actually perfect for if you're on the go or traveling a lot, um, or you can just, you know, throw one in your purse or gym bag so that you never forget them. Um, make sure to take them at the same time daily though. I've always, you know, forgotten to take vitamins if I don't take them at the exact same time and create that habit around that. But anyway, so their little individual vitamin packs are also 
eco-friendly and made out of compostable films, which is so amazing. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's just really easy to use and really great if you're confused about vitamins. Like I know so many of us are, you know, if you go to the vitamin aisle in the store, it's like, oh my God, they're so overwhelming. So many of these. And it's really easy when you just do the quiz on care of, because you can just answer super easy questions. Like how much sleep do you get? How often do you work out? Do you follow any special diets? Are you concerned about your hair, skin, and nail health, health, and so much more. So you can literally just follow their expert recommendations or adjust your pack um, that they recommend for you before you get it in the mail. And what you receive is basically totally up to you. So it's actually very fun to <laughs> do the quiz. I had a blast doing it. And guess what? I actually have a special little offer for you. If you want to get 50% off of your first care of order. You can go to takecareof.com and enter the code Mimi50 at checkout. That is 50% off your first care of order. So go to takecareof.com and enter the code Mimi50 to get 50% off. Trust me, guys, you're going to want to try these. I am genuinely taking them every single day. I love the experience. This company is totally awesome, and I know you're going to love them too. So make sure to go check them out. Now back to our little Q&A. So I spoke about Bahamas. I spoke about some personal development stuff, some changing your mindset and actions stuff, uh, period cravings. Now let's talk about intuitive eating. Someone says, how do you eat intuitively? It takes practice. It takes a lot of self-reflection and it takes resistance to old habits that you don't even realize you have. We all have, well, we've all had, I think, the habit of eating mindlessly and that is the opposite of eating intuitively. Eating intuitively basically means that you want to be present with your meals and maybe not, you know, definitely not watch TV and go on social media and distract yourself while eating. It's about being very intuitive and like, you know, just eating in a very loving way. That's my definition of intuitive eating. And I intuitive eat by consciously deciding to put my phone away and not watch YouTube videos or something while eating my meal. Um, I think a lot of us are also addicted to that, that combination of being on screens and on social media while eating because it's like a total relaxation mode. And I am definitely not a saint and I still do it sometimes. And I notice that I just don't feel as good. And I often eat a little bit more than I would have if I was intuitively eating, which is not the best thing for health or weight loss or body composition or whatever it is that you're trying to attain. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm a very big advocate for intuitive eating and, you know, just being nice to yourself. If you don't do it one meal, it's okay. Just do it the next meal and just being kind to yourself throughout the entire process. So somebody else says, what are your long-term living goals, pantry staples, favorite books, dream podcast guests? Oh my God. That is a lot of questions that are not the easiest. Um, okay. So first of all, long-term living goals. I have no idea. Like I was just talking about before with the whole Bahamas thing, like definitely for the next five, six, seven years, I think Ben and I want to actually like build a home together and in, in the Bahamas, um, like 
actually build a home. We are renting a place for the first year, but like Ben has a ton of property development history um, experience. So we actually want to build our dream home on an island somewhere, which is like our huge goal together. But yeah, I think long, long term, I have no idea. If we absolutely love the Bahamas and we like it as our base while we travel a lot, then it might be there. If we want to be somewhere closer to family, we might go somewhere else. We have no idea. Um, So pantry staples, nut butter, tahini, different nuts and seeds, my fiber seed crackers that I have a recipe for that's going to be on Mimi Method. Um, What else? Protein powders, supplements like, you know, or superfoods like maca, spirulina, wheatgrass. Um, What else? I'm trying to think of what's in my pantry right now. I have nori sheets where I do little like sushi wraps uh, without any rice. So I'll just do like a ton of sliced veggies and like a tahini sauce and wrap it up in a nori sheet, which is like a seaweed sheet. Um, I have like kale chips. I have um, crispy lentils. Um, I have, what do I have? A lot of stuff like cacao powder, um, stevia, cinnamon, spices, a lot of good stuff. Maybe I'll do a, a fridge tour or not fridge tour, tour, pantry tour soon. I've done a fridge tour. Um, okay. Favorite books. I'm currently reading A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle and it is freaking amazing. Eye-opening, really incredible. Highly recommend. My favorite books always change. So to be honest with you, right now I'm reading that one. Another incredible book is the 5am club, which I need to reread because I have not been waking up at 5am, but it's a game changer. It is such a good book. It's by Robin Sharma. Um, all right, let's go to dream podcast guests. Oh my gosh. Tony Robbins, Oprah, (laughs) like Obby, um, Jack Canfield and Joe Dispenza. hundred percent. All right. Next question. Um, how do you stay motivated while working from home? I'm really struggling with structure at the moment, even if I stick to my morning routine. All right, great question. And I struggle with it too. We all struggle with it, but it's just about trying to be better the next day. You know what I mean? Um, So morning routine really does set me up for a motivational day. Waking up early sets me up for a motivational day. Putting, doing a list on a post-it note and putting it on my water bottle that I'm consciously always trying to look at all day because I'm always trying to drink water, um, that really helps. Writing out my top three essential things that I need to get done and then the rest of the things would just be bonuses. Not overwhelming myself with a huge list of things that is just going to be craziness to, to complete. That really helps me stay motivated because I'm like not as overwhelmed, I guess. Um, but then also just like setting boundaries with technology, like turning off your phone if you need to get work done on your laptop and really sticking to it and putting a timer on, like putting yourself into the shoes of like, you know, a mother mothering her child trying to get homework done. Like you need to do that sometimes to yourself. And trust me, I do it often because I do get distracted. We're all addicted to our phones and it's something that I need to work on. So that's my answer for you. Um, so the next one is how do you unwind? How do you let go of failure? Um, so to unwind, I'll have a bath and listen to a podcast or I'll go on a walk and listen to a podcast or music or just something. I'll do a stretch. I'll do a meditation. How do I let go of failure? I journal. 
That's always what I go to. I journal and I just let it out on paper. Journaling is my therapy. Um, okay, so next one is what is my nighttime routine? So I try, this is just definitely not happening every night these days, but I try to read before bed, but to be honest with you, I often just end up watching documentaries with Ben and then go to bed. But Ben and I actually have a really nice uh, habit where we like sit up and talk all night. (laughs) So if we've watched something on Netflix or whatever, we'll get into bed after. And even if it's like 10 p.m., we'll still like chat for a bit. Like we just talk for like so long about anything in life or dreams or goals or anything going on. So that's been my favorite nighttime routine is just talking with him in bed for hours. Um, So that's lately kind of what's going on. Honestly, it sucks, but I often don't follow the no technology after 9 p.m. rule that I've set out for myself. And I'm trying to work on it, but I'm trying not to be hard on myself either because if I do have a long day of working and I just want to freaking relax and watch TV at the end of the day, I can allow myself that. Um, okay, so next is what do you eat on a plane? Do you order a special menu? It's a good question. Um, I don't really eat plain food. I bring my own food. Um, it's kind of always what I've done. Um, if they do bring me food, I'll just, you know, ask if they have like salad or fruit or nuts or whatever. But to be honest with you, I kind of stay away from plain food. I just find it kind of gross. Um, and I always am just so prepared with my own snacks that I don't end up needing it. Like I'll bring a pre-made salad, like energy bars, like I'll even sometimes bring like protein powder, like a high quality protein powder in a shaker bottle with no water and fill it with water when I get on the plane and have that ton of nuts, always nuts on the plane. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I do. Uh, all right. So Let's see here. What else do we have? There are so many of them. Do you have a religion? That's a really good question. I don't have a title on what I believe. I believe that there is a collective universal energy that is a guide I don't believe it is a man in the sky. I believe energy is way more powerful than we think these days. Um, I believe in different dimensions. That kind of sounds weird. I believe in so many different potentials. I believe in a powerful quantum field that we have the ability to tap into. I believe in incredible human potential. I don't believe in a certain religion, but I'm, I also don't believe that I don't believe anything. You know, I'm not completely atheist, but I'm also not religious in an organized sense. I kind of do my own thing with, with my beliefs. I have my own thoughts and I respect all of religions and all people that believe whatever they want to believe. Um, I think we should just allow everyone to believe anything they want to believe when it comes to this, if it doesn't harm anybody. Um, but the beautiful thing about religion that I've loved is how it brings people together. Like my mom is Jewish and my dad is Christian 
and my parents are like total hippie artists and I didn't really grow up with a strict religion, but their families are both those religions and growing up, I would have Hanukkah at my mom's, at my grandma's house, my mom's side, and then I'd have Christmas on my dad's side with my cousins. So I, I loved how it always like brought family together. Um, but from like the actual, you know, belief standpoint, I, I don't really believe in, in those religions as much. I don't know. I, I don't know what I believe. I've read a lot of books on religion and I still am a little bit unsure. So I'll tell you when I find out. <laughs> okay, one more question, and I am going to end this one. Do you count macros and or calories? Has your approach to nutrition changed throughout your weight loss, like going more low-carb, eating more meat, etc.? I do not count numbers. I keep track in my mind of what things could be, but I don't obsess, and I don't track obsessively, and I that is what I've started to avoid since going through my biggest transformation that I've gone through in my life, which is the past couple months. I've never felt or looked so fucking good and mentally and physically. And it's because I started to act like the person that had the body and life that I wanted. And guess what? She doesn't obsess over macros and calories. And she has an incredible relationship with herself and food. And to be her, I had to start acting and thinking like her. So I couldn't obsessively count calories because it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't keep me aligned with that person I wanted to be. So all in all, no. But if you want to lose weight, you have to stop eating when you feel full. Like that's the, oh, you have to stop overeating. You have, that's the biggest thing. You have to eat until you're satisfied and energized and then stop and create an amazing relationship with food where you don't need to turn to it when you're feeling stressed, anxious, bored, or emotional. That's what you need to do. Food is fuel and it's beautiful and I love to cook and I love to share food and, you know, I love it, but it's not something I go to for emotional purposes anymore. And that is the biggest change that I've seen physically. That's created the biggest change that I've seen physically. I've meditated on it a lot. I've changed my relationship with food and myself by journaling and meditating on it like crazy. And I've gone through a rebirth. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but like I have completely changed over the past three months and quarantine triggered it inside of me. I thrive in solitude. I thrive in a slow paced life because it really gets me to sit down and think before I act and work on myself. I have genuinely rebirthed more than I ever have in my entire life. I've broken past goals that I've never thought I'd reach. I am truly different in the best possible way. And that is why this has been such a special time for me to create Meaning Method because I am literally sharing everything, the whole process of what I've done. You'll even see in the mini method videos from the beginning, because I started filming ages ago. 
um, in the Meme Method videos, and it's all a video-based platform, so it's all video. Basically, if you guys don't know what it is, it's three main topics. It's a membership platform, video-focused, um, move, nourish, and transform. Move is workouts and stretches and just body, uh, physical body stuff. Uh, nourish is cooking videos and recipes, and transform is guided meditations. So as I've been creating this platform, all these videos, like so many videos, I just started before I felt ready. And I started before I thought I looked like I should or whatever and had to break through all those limiting beliefs. So you'll see when you subscribe when it launches next month, like the beginning videos, I look different. Like the beginning videos, I'm like a little bit chunkier um, or not chunky, but I'm just a bit, you know, like I'm just a little bit bigger. And, you know, you see me evolve and I'm evolving with you. And that's the crazy thing. It's like, I literally did these meditations and did these workouts and ate these foods to look this way. And I think that is just so freaking incredible that I was able to get over myself and to do this with you and not wait until I was perfect. And I'm so proud of myself because of that, because in the past I would have just been so ashamed until I was where I wanted to be and punish myself. And it was just a negative vibe. But now it's like, I feel so different because, and I know that I am different because I would never have done that in the past. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's my story for you. So thank you so much for listening. And I truly do appreciate and love all of you. I can't tell you how much your support means to me. And especially, you know, like I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast with the whole craziness happening in the world and all the judgment that I was getting. So many of you messaged me and were sending me words of support and love and gratitude towards my decision. Um, and you know, there are a lot of trolls out there that are trying to bring me down right now for some reason. So I'm going to ask you one thing and it sounds so small, but it really does mean the world to me. If you could just leave a review on the podcast app on iTunes, wherever you can leave a review for my, my podcast and just say something nice, I would really appreciate it. Cause I've had a lot of people write mean things lately and I feel like they're only the ones that don't actually know me. And if you're a podcast listener, I truly feel like you know me. When I meet you guys, I actually feel like we know each other because I'm the most vulnerable and honest and unfiltered me on here. And yeah, I I would just really, really appreciate it. So yeah, anyway, I love you guys so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Sending my love.